Good day. I'm Peter Brook, Portfolio Manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. It's already week four of 2024, and this week's perspective is going to focus on malaria. There's some really exciting news that's come out, which is that the first mass malaria vaccination program will roll out this week in Cameroon. Now, this has been a long time coming. I distinctly remember attending a meeting with GSK, who are manufacturing the vaccine, back in 2022, and as a big part of their pipeline. Now, the reason for the delay was they were uncertain about the effect of the, of the vaccine, and they did a massive pilot study over four years, impacting 2 million or nearly 2 million children. And the World Health Organization has just come out reporting some astonishing figures. They are saying that there's a 13% decline in, in, in infant mortality. Now, this is wonderful news from a human perspective, but it's also good news on an economic basis. As anyone who has read Jared Diamond's Guns, Germs and Steel will know there is a big economic cost from health. Now, it's difficult to measure this exactly. And there are so, there's various different studies out there. But, I mean, for instance, one looking in Mozambique was saying that it can have catastrophic, catastrophic consequences on individual households with them spending up to 40% of non-food expenditure on treating malaria when it strikes. There are other costs in terms of prevention, um, drugs, absenteeism is another big issue, and some sensible estimates put the drag of malaria around 1.3% of GDP. Now, Africa is the biggest loser from this, with Nigeria in particular accounting for 27% of global cases. But it is it affects other countries as well. Southeast Asia still has 5.4 million cases of malaria annually. But the bottom line is that malaria has had devastating consequences on human health and as a result on economic growth and poverty across Africa. The good statistics from the initial studies and the fact that a vaccine, vaccine is going to be rolled out is then good news for Africa's long-term growth potential, which in turn is good news for the likes of Standard Bank, ABSA, Old Mutual and Sunlam, which are building out long-term African franchises which will be benefiting from this in the decades to come. Now, I don't see this impacting our Africa funds, which are run by Kevin and Randolph in the short term. But I think it's starts to build a case in the long run, which leads to a much more exciting story in Africa. I hope you enjoyed this piece of good news. Until next week.